Welcome to I'm Obsessed With This, the Netflix podcast about the shows and films, just overall titles viewers cannot get enough of, the ones that enter their minds like parasitic amoebas and force every single neuron to think about it and only it for the rest of their lives. I'm your host, Bobby Finger, and today I am joined uh, over the country, across the country, by actor slash artist slash model slash my friend, Spencer Olson. Hello. As usual, we'll be having a spoiler-filled discussion of today's topic, so if you don't want to know how Blown Away ends, listen after you finish the season. It's a short season, it's easy. How are you, Spencer? I'm doing all right, how are you? I'm doing all right, too. I'm very hot. How's it? How's the weather in Los Angeles? It's fair. It's really mellow. It's 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 nice today. Really? Oh, that's yeah. a surprise. Yeah. That's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Are you drinking anything? I'm drinking a iced tea to kind of cool down. Are you have anything? Oh yeah, I've got a black Water, McDonald's iced coffee. Oh, you don't <laughs> put milk, no sugar, no anything? <laughs> no, no, just straight, just straight black McDonald's iced coffee. I love that McDonald's says, "What is it like? Two dollars, any size? Who picks small?" <laughs> Truly, but you like, know what that's also of the people pick small. They that's that's not always true. They really uh, the iced coffee is not always that price. It's oh, there's a window mm-hmm, to get that mm-hmm, deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever gone and expected a dollar and they're like three ninety five? Yeah, I've tried it a few times, but they also are always shocked by a black coffee. They think it's vile. <laughs> but we we have a quiet understanding at my McDonald's. They <laughs> they know me, but they don't know me. They're not obsessed with you, but they know you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before we get into your main obsession, which is the competition series that came out of. Uh, honestly nowhere i like the pits of hell the the heights of heaven i'm not exactly sure but uh, before we get into that i want to talk about your secondary obsessions um what else is on netflix that you've been particularly enamored with lately oh man like what have you been falling in love with even if it's something you've seen a million times that's honestly a hallmark of an obsession that's true i mean i love i love glow i love glow so much i've been powering through that i've never watched glow can you pitch Pitch glow to me. What's the appeal? What's the appeal? It's uh, yeah. Can hmm. I say that on a Netflix podcast? I don't get it. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> What's... Convince uh... me to watch Glow. Glow is Glow is wonderful. The cast is fantastic, and I didn't know anything about the gorgeous ladies of, of wrestling uh, before that. That was all. That was all new to me. Like I think it was for most. And um, Allison Brie is fantastic. Betty Gilpin is fantastic. Mark Maron is. I mean, they, the role is, is built for him. And the rest of the women, the supporting, are so good. It's, man, it's fantastic. And it's a very soothing-looking show. For being the 80s, it's not as high-octane as Stranger Things or uh, anything else like okay. that. It's, it's a very soothing-looking show. I love it. I love it. It's not, like, aggressively 80s. Mm-mm. It's just, Mm-mm. like... Not at all. Incidentally 80s. Incidentally 80s. Correct. So, Spencer, I was looking at... Um, I, for some reason, I thought Hook was on Netflix, and I was just completely mistaken. The, the 1981 Steven Spielberg masterpiece, Hook, it's not on Netflix. So when I searched on it, it said, explore titles related to Hook, and I got all these movies. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is a Spencer category, <laughs> titles related to Hook. That's, we yeah, got that's Casper. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, wait, do you like Harry and the Hendersons? I of feel like you've mentioned I do. it before. Of course, of course I do. <laughs> Anytime I have to reject an animal, it feels like I'm telling Harry to go away. <laughs> I'm going to put get it out of here. Isn't it John Lithgow who says that? Yeah, God, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> He's so sad. He doesn't want Harry to go away. 
He loves Harry. Uh, <gasps> but Spencer, I... I know that the point of this is blown away, but I just saw, how did I not know this was here? When you search for Hook, you don't get Hook. You know what you get? Mary Poppins Returns. It's on Netflix. How many times have you watched it? It's all that all the time. (laughs) If you haven't seen Mary Poppins Returns, Bobby, am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? Yes, cuss as much as you want. Bobby, what the fuck, man? (laughs) You have to see Mary Poppins Returns. It's, It's so good. It's so good, I would even say it... It ties. It might be better than the original. I you l- like it more than the original Mary Poppins? I, I really. Do. I would say the ghost of Julie Andrews is about to come down and slap you, but she's still alive. No, she's still alive. It's controversial, but um, I, I, I do feel that way. I do. I really and you're do. not kidding around. You're serious. You're extremely genuine in your love for Mary Poppins Returns. It's it is so good. And, I mean, they follow the formula of the first movie to almost a T. So, uh, that's... Why, why fix what's not broken? Mm-hmm. I, I really mm-hmm. like this. This is, this is a great introduction to the sort of new format with this, uh, with this series that we're going where We just talk about one person's very earnest obsession as opposed to things that are a little more ubiquitous. We're trying mm-hmm. to f- zero in on things that individuals love and they feel sort of like... Am I one of the only people who loves this thing? Uh, I feel like this is sort of a strange thing, my obsession. I try to convince other people to watch it, and they're not quite sold on it the way I am. Um, and yours, when when we, I told you about this, you were like, blown away. Mm-hmm. Blown away. <laughs> and it makes it makes a lot of sense to, to me, I think, because the show kind of took me a while to get into. I started watching it because everyone was suddenly watching it. I was seeing people tweet about it, and at first I was like, oh, did blown away the jeff bridges movie about firemen get added to netflix and like (laughs) is there some weird sort of cultural resurgence in sort of the same way that like everyone's watching you know friends now right yeah kids are people suddenly watching blown away is there some sort of thing that i miss like was there a tiktok meme of blown away and like everyone's like yes jeff bridges daddy fires but no it's a glass blowing competition tell me how you found out about blown away i found out about blown away because our mutual friend michelle collins was texting me incessantly in the middle of the night, just <laughs> like a play-by-play of it. And she was like, I'm not going to continue because you just, you have to watch this the second you wake up. <laughs> so I did, and I finished it in one sitting. It was like a fever dream. It was so, <laughs> I, it was, uh, it was perfect. It was a perfect morning. Explain the concept of Blown Away to our listeners who have no idea what we're talking about. Blown Away is a reality competition <laughs> of uh, a bunch of glass blowers who have to make glass. That's it. There's nothing else they can do but make glass. It feels that way. I like that they're all sort of in different stages of their career and that a lot of them, or at least a, ha- a small handful of them, w- once blew glass and then they were like, I've given up glass blowing. I've moved on. Oh, and I then loved... they grew up and they were like, I miss glass blowing. I need to get back to glass blowing. Yeah, Annette. She, yeah, I loved that she was Annette. like, I'm back in the game. I, I lived in Seattle for a period and my apartment was above a glass blowing studio. So this was something that I hadn't gotten to see in six years. <laughs> were it you really scratched kind of itch. always fascinated by it? Yeah, I love it. It looks excruciating. Was it something that you always were into? Oh, yeah, yeah. I could never do it myself. It's but so I, hot. I really admire the process. It's very sexy. It is. I mean, the whole thing. It's like they've got the you've got the 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 heat. So you've got this like these sweaty bodies in this room, 
putting things in fire there it's it's dangerous right so there's like it's sexy and that it's like kind of dangerous and like a scary thing to do but also it's hot literally and figuratively and there's a thing called the glory hole and right. the mouths are always <laughs> blowing on things yeah it's an equalizer it's like, as in terms of uh how exhausting it looks everyone looks so overwrought <laughs> no matter who they are from them i mean from the moment they get going it's like it's sort of like if uh, it reminds me of nailed it in that like if nailed it yeah if nicole Byer turned up the temperature mm-hmm. to like 150 in the room because they're kind of also flailing but in nailed it they're flailing because they have no idea what they're doing but in blown away they're flailing because they are like too focused on what they're doing like they're got their eyes on the prize mm-hmm. um so you've got these 10 glass blowers of varying levels of experience you've got kind of your young up and coming 20 somethings they haven't been doing it for long then you have your like kind of mildly established people in their 30s and then you've got your your veterans your 40 somethings your 50 somethings who have all the experience and uh they do things they they do things like so much more quickly and with more confidence mm-hmm. um and their names are and then they're hosted it's hosted by this guy named Nick honestly i never figured out what nick does i was like he looks like he nick reminded me of um what's his name adam scott like if adam scott had oh, like a little so. brother who yeah. didn't go into acting yeah. you know? <laughs> yes yeah. i was like i don't know what you do i think he's just kind of a professional host uh, oh, he was a contestant on Big Brother season 15. That's his claim to fame. Good oh, for Nick. Oh, wow. And okay. then there's a judge. <laughs> then there's a judge named Catherine Gray, who is the perfect reality show competition judge. I she love She is ice cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's ice cold. She's eloquent. She's curt. And she dresses really well, right? Like yes. she's like an intimidating dresser. Especially when she's walking into a room w- filled with sweaty bodies and clothes that are like stinky and terrible. She's like this elegant, graceful figure sort of hovering over everyone. Kind of like Tim Gunn, but scary. Extremely. And she's got a, she's got a um, you know, an essence of Miss Frizzle to her. She always wears something that kind of matches <laughs> yes. whatever the theme is. Like I loved her plant motif yeah. that she had on that one episode. She And I love that she lets oh, personal right. taste, her personal taste, like really uh that's how she judges the things not necessarily based on skill set but she's like i just don't particularly like this (laughs) or she'll be like i don't get it yeah or or she'll read one of their descriptions and she'll be like no i don't see that at all and it might be like the most perfectly crafted thinnest clearest piece of glass so delicate and she's like not for me Hmm, cool take bad and sometimes the Sometimes the other, the guest judges will kind of fight back at that and they'll be surprised that she's being so, I don't know, unreasonable in a way. Yeah, she but really stands the But that's the point brush. of a judge. <laughs> that's the point yeah. of a judge. Yeah. yeah. Who was your favorite contestant? Because there are so many. I mean, I, I loved Alexander Rosenberg. I loved his art oh, yeah. in particular. Love. Like those are things that I would put in my home. That cloche dome that he made with the leaf the uh the pitcher oh, plant type that. thing that was stunning i love the one that he put of his the what was it the first or second one that he put with the dog and the in the bell jar and it ampli- magnified the oh, dog the, the photo oh. i think that was the first one wasn't it yeah the photo the yeah. photo and i liked his lung the one that they didn't really understand oh yeah that lung thing for the ballet dancer yeah that was fantastic beautiful i loved um, he liked um he likes like interactive things 
Yeah, I appreciated that. Everything rotated, everything turned. It was, it was, it blew me away. I've loved, I loved uh, Kevin, who whose piece exploded right before the first judging. I loved him. I was so bummed to see him go because he was, he was so chill. <laughs> he was like the chill Hawaii guy. Yeah. He was just like, he wanted to get back on his board. Oh man, she roasted him so hard when she was like... <laughs> Is this how this was supposed to look? And it was like exploded all over the <laughs> the pillar. And he was like, uh, no, 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 it wasn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had high hopes for Edgar because he was just so confident. Like he was, he would like finish kind of early, early on. And then by the middle of it, because he gets kicked off somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's not really that good yet. And he's 22. This is one of those things that I feel like uh, it's not a sort of a... Uh, like Mozart like you can't you can't be a kid and be good at this like it really does require years and years and years of experience to get good at it yeah that's clear what did you think of Yanush? oh man there was an episode that really struck me where he had like astro boy hair (laughs) it was the last one he took a gamble yeah he really took a gamble and came back with astro boy hair yeah i loved it i loved it he was one a, of my was I was going to quiz I was going to make a more general quiz about the about the show and I was like what hairstyle did Yanus show up with in the season finale and I was like I'm not I wasn't even going to put an answer cuz I couldn't explain it uh Tintin <laughs> Tintin <laughs> He did That's about his, right. Did you see his son was named Attila? Attila the son. Yes. I did. I took that it's in a note. I'm looking at a note on my screen that says his son is named all caps Attila. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Yeah. No. No real judgment. But I just want to ask him why. Well, he seemed he seemed like such a kind of a soft hearted like a sweetie. Like he seemed so tender. Mm-hmm. And then you see Attila, and I was sort of like, <laughs> is there an Attila I don't know about? Because the only Attila right. I know about was like kind of a monster. Just a smidge. Is there an Attila who's like a sweetie boy, like a good guy? Or is mm-hmm. he trying to reclaim the name Attila as like, well, this Attila is going to be the good one? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if that's possible. I have no idea. What is so, you were recommended this show by Michelle. She mm-hmm. was like, you got to watch it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's probably the same for most people. This is an easy show to get obsessed with simply because it's so short. I watched the entire thing. in an, Well, I watched the first two episodes and I was like, I'm not quite sold on it. Then when you pitched this show, I was like, well, I guess I got to finish it. And I watched the remaining ones in an afternoon and was really happy with it. It it was a it was kind of a hard sell. And I feel like it is one of those shows that is a hard sell to people. Have you recommended it to other people? And what's it been like to do that? Oh, yeah. If I, I mean, since that day, there have been multiple times where I've been over, <laughs> over at somebody's house and insisted that we at least watch the pilot. And then my work there is done. So it really, <laughs> and it, it's mostly, it's mostly positively received. You exit. Yeah. And you walk out the back door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disappear in a puff good. of smoke. Enjoy everyone. Um, I think, I mean, what Michelle insisted I would love the most and what I sell to most people is is Deborah alone. It that's Deborah is uh, Deborah alone is is enough. I would watch a show with mm. just Deborah. How would you describe Deborah to someone who hasn't seen Blown Away? I there I, I don't think there are any other words for her aesthetic than like Frankenstein chic. The she always <laughs> she wears these like very boxy blazers and and 
chunky shoes and a turtleneck. Like she really, I, I love her so much. She's got this tight <laughs> chopped lob. I love it. I love her. She's, she's incredible. And she, she's, uh, she's very focused. She's incredibly focused. She's no frills. And, and yet her, her creations have so much whimsy. She's the oldest one too. Yeah. Yeah. More whimsy than you kind of expect at the beginning. You expect her to do like some kind of almost serious political works of art, but they're mostly just fun. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. Especially the end. Mm Mm-hmm. The final one, Yanusha's out here being like, this is about climate change. This is about the end of the earth. And she's like, I'm going to do sausage links and some (laughs) eggs on the wall. And you're like, I love you, Deborah. Deborah, I love you. Was there anyone on the show who you really did not particularly care for? No. Any contestant, you were like, get out of here. No. I don't want you in the, what did they call that room? The hot zone or something? The hot zone. This was um, across the board. I really liked everybody. You know what my one note would be is that I would love to hear from and see more with their assistants. Because that's, that's an immense amount of pressure. It reminded me of America's Next Top Model, how the models are sort of integral to the entire experience. Right. Um, but we don't really know what's happening. Like, they're the ones who have to walk. They're the ones who have to wear the clothes. They're selling everything. Like, without the models, they can't show off the clothes. But then, Spencer, America's Next Top Model tried to do a spinoff reality show about the models. Oh, yeah, terrible. no dice. Yeah, no dice. So I kind of feel like the assistants are drips. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to say? They just, They're so scared. You're right. It's I, if true. you were Deborah's assistant, oh man, you're like, get the camera off me. <laughs> I got to focus on Deborah. I don't want to get on Deborah's bad side. I don't know. I want to hear at least one take from one of them. In in Seattle, this glass blowing place, like what kinds of stuff did they make? Did they make sort of sculptural things or were they more functional like lights? Like how Starbucks has like those lights. Oh, it was a lot of that. Yeah, it was a lot of big domed uh, hanging things. But then also like for anyone who's been to the Bellagio in Las Vegas, like big, oh, outrageous, yes. like uh, sea urchin looking uh, sculptures. And... Um, mm-hmm. And then because it was like, it was right at the bottom of the Space Needle, so it was heavy tourism. So there were a lot of like mugs and glasses and things like that and plates <laughs> and things. It was a lot of flatware, but uh, they did huge sculptural stuff. So you could, we shared an alley. So often I would like get home from work and go stand in the doorway where they were just letting out hot air and they wouldn't shoo you away. So you could stand there and watch all day. It was, it was a blast. That's sort of magical. Yeah. Have the people you've recommended it to been sold on it? Or did you find some struggles with them? Like, you showed them the pilot, sure. Have you gotten any resistance? No. Everyone was a 10 out of 10. And this this was like a back and forth, like, people who recommended Forged in Fire to me. So I show them blown away. It's <laughs> it's it's all, uh, it's all simpatico. What is Forged in Fire? Oh, my God. Bobby, have we really not watched Forged in Fire? I've really not watched Forged in Fire. It's a knife-making show. <laughs> so it's it's the same... Wait, like not like knives? Yeah, man, knives. 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 Big ones. I'm not and hearing you wrong. The, no, you're not hearing me wrong. And the, the objective okay. is to make something that, that will kill. <laughs> it will kill. That's what they say. Oh, if, no. if it's a success, it will kill. <laughs> and it's just like what? blacksmiths is Mm -hmm. that who does that yeah the stakes are certainly a lot higher i'm sorry so 
how do the competitions work? So it's like, because in this one, it was like, build me something inspired by this ballet dancer. Build me something inspired by like the planet. How, how do the challenges work? So they show. they will give them a style of knife, and then the curveball will be like, mm, but you have to make it out of uh, chain link fence or you know whatever <laughs> focaccia metal. Like they they give it to them, and then they have to hammer that all together and make it, and it usually doesn't turn out very well. But it's a blast to oh watch. Oh my god! Another exhausting I... looking practice. A lot of fire, forged yeah. in fire. Everyone's sweating to death. Heat stroke was a risk. I like when there's more risk. Mm-hmm. No one's going to die in the Top Chef kitchen. Oh, it looks dangerous. And then there's one ep- There's one episode where they go home with the forged in fire people and one guy <laughs> has built this setup in his yard where he's like making knives out of a, a retrofitted satellite dish and like the fire department shows up. <laughs> it's a blast. Like you can't do this. You you gotta watch it. I like that as someone who hates competition, you are a fan of competition shows. Yeah, I just don't want like to an, be in it. It's like a way to deal with your uh, aversion to competition. That checks out. You're like fascinated by it, but you'd rather observe. Yeah, psychologically that checks out for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to play this quiz with you. It's it's based on things that are our, our lovely contestants said throughout the season of blown away which i really hope comes back i'm going to read you a quote by a cast member of the series blown away and i'm going to give you multiple choice options for the person who said that line it'll be pretty obvious because it matches that person's i don't know attitude personality character let's begin with this one great i really don't like eating (laughs) was that benjamin nick Edgar or Leah? I'll let you look at the headshots too so that you can put the names with the faces. I really don't like eating. Benjamin, Leah, and who else? Edgar and Nick. I'm going to say Benjamin. You got it right. It's Benjamin. Okay. (laughs) I really don't like eating. Yeah. Everyone made fun of him for that with good reason. He doesn't like it. Okay. <laughs> I love I love the confidence here. I can't deny that I'm feeling good. Is that <laughs> Momo, Yanush, Annette, or Edgar? I can't deny that I'm feeling good. Yanush. Mm, ding ding ding! You got it right. It's oh Yanush. wow! Oh man! That was a that was a confident man. Yeah, Although everyone was, there, Momo really was was incredibly confident. Momo was incredibly confident. I loved okay, her. Here we go. I'm going to say this, but I'm not an actor. Imagine me saying this uh, in a way that's filled with disdain. <laughs> the evaluators made some really bold assumptions about my piece. Is that Patrick, Catherine, Edgar, or Momo? Ooh. Patrick. It was Momo. I'm oh, sorry. shit. <laughs> What was it that was regarding? Like the, it was when they didn't like the color that she used, and they were like, "You should have used black here instead of pink." And she was like, "Oh, oh my god! Oh wait, I do remember this." Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "You never tell an artist what color to use in their art <laughs> like that." How dare you, Catherine? Does. Oh, she's never been more offended in her life. <laughs> Catherine will tell you left and right. <laughs> oh, Catherine's like, "No, should have been blue." Yeah, red's ugly. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> You're pretty stupid. I'm sorry, Momo. Okay, um. 
How about this? This this should be pretty easy. Let's see. I have dark hair and a beard. <laughs> Is that Yanush, Catherine, Leah, or Alexander? Dude, that's my number one crush, Alexander. Number one crush, Alexander. I think that you're, you got it right. He has dark hair and a beard. I think my number one crush, it was almost Alexander. But the more I think about it, Yanush. Really? I, I'm a fan of Yanush. I think he's kind of the number one crush. I was there's something there was something very warm about him. You he know what? Very Aest- kind and good. Aesthetically, I could see the two of you together. I think that works. Really? Sure. You could. Yeah. Alexander, also Alexander. I couldn't. Um. Uh. Not that anyone's. Not that anyone's. You know, personal life really matters. But I kept finding myself wondering. You know, when you kind of um, when you when you really want someone to be like queer in some way and you're like are you like is is there a chance here and so you kind of reach for whenever they discuss their personal life oh yeah and you're like and you kind of make assumptions based on little things they might say offhandedly or asides he said something that was like it was probably completely innocuous and had nothing to do with his sexuality but i was like i think that's a sign that he's Mm -hmm, gay and that mm -hmm. he likes men (laughs) i was like i think he said something there i think so yeah, he's spoken very broad tell. strokes, <laughs> and that was that was dangerous for me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a ding ding. That's number one sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Alexander, I, I I could just look at his Instagram, but we'll do this another day. I think or I did the moment actually. I hang up the yeah, phone with you to uh, <laughs> to put a stop to that right away. I think I did. Yeah, I'll gotta click on his tagged photos first because you know you gotta start at the tagged photos. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this? What does your robot look like, and what is your robot going to do? Who said that? Nick, Kevin, Catherine, or Annette? That's Nick. That's Catherine. You oh, it was close because it was it. either Nick or Catherine. Oh, man. It was Catherine. What does your robot look like and what is your robot going to do? I laughed out loud at that. <laughs> I think I was sort of delirious. I feel like it was maybe episode seven or eight and I was like, oh, God. I love the thing that happens in competition shows. I'm sorry I keep breaking away from the quiz. Oh, no. But no. Momo does it. Um, in this episode specifically, it always happens where you get a task to do something. I think mostly in Project Runway, but you get a task that's like make something that represents X. Where like your one da- task, make something that's inspired by or represents X or includes this one thing in it. And there's always someone who's like, I'm actually not going to do that. I'm going to step out of those that box and do something a little different because that's how I interpret it. And Momo was like, I'm not going to do a robot. And everyone was like, Momo, we told you to oh, do a you're... robot. And she's like, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> this is going to work out great for me, I think. <laughs> you're going to get in so much trouble. Um, Momo, you're going to get in so much trouble. Um, Catherine's okay. going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want Catherine pissed at me. Okay, here we go. Five more left. Okay. They're easy. They're easy, I promise. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with brushing my teeth. Benjamin, Yanush, Deborah, or Patrick? Was that Benjamin? It was Deborah. Oh, man. She made the big toothpaste. Oh, man. And then there was that one guy who was like, I don't like that she put the cap on the toothpaste. The cap was distracting. (laughs) I was like, who are you? What are you talking about? The cap is distracting. It's a toothpaste. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. I've got my long distance girlfriend and we're sending psychic messages. Is that Momo, Deborah, Annette, or Nick? That 
is Deborah. <laughs> that is Deborah. You're right. Yeah, that that okay. moment specifically rocked me. Was that the potato episode? I think it was the potato episode. I would I would take out a loan to buy one of those potatoes. Those potatoes were so <laughs> beautiful. They were so beautiful. They really were. And I I I was so scared that Catherine was going to hate them. And then when she was kind of struck by it, uh, that really moved me. <laughs> Deborah finally found the key to that you know locked up cold little soul of Catherine's, and she got right on in. It was nice. You know, I bet they've had dinner since. <laughs> I'd put money on it. I bet they're close. A really long dinner. Mm-hmm. Two bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then the dessert menu came, and they both looked at each other, and they were like, mm-hmm. "What?" And they were going to split one thing, but they got two things. Oh, and they let's, split do it, both. let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Let's get them both. All right. Okay. The the, tira, the tiramisu or the panna cotta. Let's do, let's just give both of them. Just give both of them. <laughs> and then the chef, and then the chef gave them a little something extra because he thought they were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't recognize okay. them. He just loved their whole thing. This hallmark of obsession, I think, is wanting nothing more than to create fan fiction about two of the people in them. And I think that, if nothing else, Blown Away has that. Um, I feel like we could talk about Deborah and Catherine's uh, like budding friendship for the next hour, but we can't. That's crazy. Um, I mean, I'll call you when I leave. Next question. We can do that. (laughs) Please. Next question. I'm like standing here with a 20-pound foot. Nick... Momo, Benjamin, or Deborah? Deborah. Deborah. You're right. It's Deborah. I loved the um, gum. I love that foot was gorgeous. I the gum lo- was gorgeous. The foot, yeah, that was it. Was it was beautiful? It was so beautiful. I mean, that's that was that is something that this show really masters is that when you're watching the process, the glob really does look like shit. And I don't give these people who are masters at this enough credit because I'm always anticipating like, oh my god. That looks like, <laughs> that's such a mess. And then when those glass yeah. doors open and it reveals it, it's it's shocking. It's shocking. The foot was shocking. And you're right. And I, and I think if anything, one of the things, um, like my one complaint about the show, which I have seen kind of on, on Twitter and social media and other places, people who love this show wish it were longer. The, the, the result is almost so shocking that you're like, I almost wanted, I want to see more of the process to getting to that point. There almost isn't enough time to see them make it because it goes from glob to finished beautiful work of art so quickly that you're like like show me how we got that the the arch I want to see how you made the arch I want to see how you put all the little indentations in the toes that would be so fulfilling but also I a little bit goes that. a long way mhm I also love when things can be over quickly though so I would probably complain if it were longer honestly <laughs> um two more <laughs> How's the egg doing Catherine Leah Deborah or Nick Oh my god! Um, There's a theme here. There's a theme here. Was was that Deborah? It was Deborah. Yes, it was Deborah. I thought that was someone talking shit. Like, <laughs> how's that egg? It doing? was Deborah asking oh, her assistant her how assistant. the egg is okay. doing. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> Last question, Spencer. Yes. Okay. Who said this in the show? Blown away. Do Deborah? Don't try doing someone else. Just do Deborah. Who said that? Yanush, Benjamin, Leah, or Deborah? Deborah. You're right. How did you know? Well, Spitzer, I think you got maybe, uh, let's call it six. You got six out of ten. That's great. That's good. I think. That's that's my high school average, too. So that's great. (laughs) 
So are you the type of person who rewatches these shows or are you one and done right now? I will absolutely watch this in like two months. Yeah. Just yeah. all straight through probably one afternoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. I like to I'm, I want to forget about it and then do it again. I find it hard to rewatch dramas. I'm kind of one and done when it comes to dramas. But sitcoms I can rewatch and competition shows I can rewatch. But it's very specific. Like I just recently found um old episodes of Project Runway and I started rewatching the first few seasons and I was like, This is nice. And those first few seasons are absolutely perfect. Oh man. What That's are your other favorite television. competition shows? Top Chef, but I fell off I fell off Top Chef and I really need to get back. My siblings both love Top Chef and they've never stopped watching it. Um I really like nailed it just because it's it just kills me every single time. Yeah, I watch a lot of cooking shows. Oh, and Instant Hotel—that's sort of a competition show. <laughs> uh, but Spencer, I think we've talked about blown away for far too long. Thank you so much for being on the show to talk about it. Is there anything else? Any last words about Blown Away you want to leave with our listeners? One final plea for them to watch it. Oh man, it's it's just incredibly soothing. It, and it, it will bring you great joy. It'll spark joy. Flames have never been this soothing, I would say. That is very, very true. We may have we may have painted it as as excruciating looking, but it's it's really quite soothing. Uh, I like that. No one no one gets hurt. I was really worried about that, but yes, that's true. That is a that's not even a spoiler. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, if that's a concern for you, don't worry about it. No one gets hurt. No one like tumbles into uh, one of the glory holes. Yes, they're called glory holes. Uh, everyone's <laughs> just fine. Deborah breathes in smoke at one point. She's like, "I'm breathing in smoke." <laughs> yeah, I this think, is awful. I think two people excuse themselves to go stand in the courtyard, and they're like, "I need a glass of water." But that's the worst it ever gets. <laughs> that's the worst it ever gets. Thank you, Spencer, for being on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that you liked Blown Away. And I'm glad that you convinced me to watch it. Because honestly, I wouldn't have done it otherwise. And I think that's the whole point of this show now. Yeah. We want to get people to watch things that people people are hesitant to watch or haven't even heard of. And I hope that you like Instant Hotel. Oh, I, there's I, one I'll keep you posted. Fucking competition show that I have recommended to a million people. It's Instant Hotel. Okay. It's phenomenal. And it is utterly demented i'm watching it tonight and you gotta watch forged in fire <laughs> i will i gotta find it I, it's it's not as easy as netflix let me tell you this is a netflix podcast i can do that mm-hmm. forged in fire i don't know how to watch it netflix easy to watch it i just go on there but we are done thank you for listening to i'm obsessed with this we will be back with another episode in one week we will see you then thanks for listening watch blown away now it's streaming on netflix now season one thanks bye bye